Hello there and welcome to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm John, aka The Vintage Concepts, on Instagram. As Evan mentioned in the previous episode, we're asking for your top 25 most wanted vintage collection figures. Who's on your list? Are you a balance the scales bro or a finish the 96 freak? Personally, I'm a bit of both. When you submit your list, make sure you rank them with your most wanted figure at number one, as we're going to be using this information to build this year's SWTVC March Madness bracket. If you don't vote, you can't complain. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Well, actually I do make the rules. We've gotten some great submissions so far across our page on Instagram, as well as in the Star Wars The Vintage Collection group on Facebook and on Jedi Temple Archives. A huge thank you to everyone who has submitted a list, shared our posts, made one of their own, told their friends, however you're participating, thank you. We've already gotten double the number of lists we got last year, and you still have through the end of the month to submit yours. If you haven't submitted a list or want to get some ideas for your own, head on over to our page at SWTVC on Instagram and click on the story highlight called 2022 Top 25. Or you can find it in the Facebook group under the Featured tab or in the Jedi Temple Archives article from January 6th. Last time Evan ran down his top 25 most wanted TVC figures, now it's my turn. Unlike Evan, who wanted to get his shameful sequel trilogy love out of the way as quick as possible, I will be starting with number 25, counting up to number 1, explaining why my weird obscure choices deserve a place in the vintage collection. Generally speaking, my choices will fall into a few categories. There's Finish the 96, which for me means bringing in the last few characters from the Kinner line that haven't been made since 1985. Balance the Scales means having figures that are available in 6 inches also be available in 3.75 inches. And Teams and Themes or Complete the Crew means finishing off scenes or dioramas that are very nearly complete, but missing one or two key characters. You won't find a lot of updates to characters who already have recent-ish figures on my list, so sorry Rebels crew, but I don't really mind the 5 POA line for now. For now, and I have to assume they will be included in the Vintage Collection when they make the jump to the live-action shows. So who did make my list? Well, starting off at number 25, it's Antok Merrick's Astromech Droid. Yes, a character who doesn't even have a name. This past year, I was thrilled to get Antok Merrick and his Blue Leader X-Wing, but the package is incomplete without his Astromech Droid, a standard R2 unit with black panels on the dome and a red and black body. Maybe this is more of a Disney Parks ask with all the cool Astromech Droids they do over there, but since Hasbro made the X-Wing and the figure, hopefully they can make good on this one as well. Number 24 is Grief Karga from Season 1. So the Navarro Cantina and the Razor Crest are right around the corner, but we don't have one of the most important characters to interact with these scenes in his Season 1 look. The Season 2 Grief Karga figure is great, but he only wears it in one episode compared to the more consistent Season 1 look. If you ask me which Grief Karga outfits should be made into figures, I say all of them. All of them! Number 23 is Theron Nett, Red Tin. So, up through about 2012, Hasbro was doing a great job of releasing all the various Rebel pilots from the original trilogy. They made almost all of the X-Wing and Y-Wing pilots that are seen in the Battle of Yavin in A New Hope, uh, except for Theron Nett, who has quite a few lines. They also haven't made Puck Nako, who really only appears sort of as an editing trick when Red 4 John D. Brannon dies, it kind of cuts to a different guy in a different helmet. It'd be nice to see him as well, but Theronet is higher on my priority list. Number 22 on my list is Velkin Tazeri. Hashtag vote for Velkin. 
another sort of complete the crew or teams and themes figure. When Hasbro released the Sail Barge in 2019, they built a great line around it with an awesome new skiff and several figures to go with it. But Velkin Tazeri is the last skiff guard needed for the prisoner skiff. The second skiff in the movie still has quite a few figures to fill it out. Shout out to Yachts Oren. But since we're so close on the first skiff, I think Velkin should take priority here. Number 21, Huang. So Hasbro had a great animated Clone Wars line, of course, that supported the first three and a half-ish seasons of the show quite nicely. Season five has some of my favorite episodes and the coolest designs, but they didn't get a whole lot of figures. I just really love the scenes with Huang teaching the younglings how to build their lightsabers in season five. David Tennant even won a daytime Emmy for this role. Maybe there's some crossover appeal with Doctor Who fans too, I don't know. And the Galaxy's Edge lightsaber building experience at the Disney Parks is based in part on these episodes, so maybe Disney Parks will get around to this droid at some point. I believe his head, or a very similar looking head, is in the Droid Depot as well. But uh, yeah, want a Huang. Number 20, the First Order Jet Trooper. They fly now, they fly now. So there's a Black Series and a Galaxy of Adventures figure of the First Order Jet Trooper, the smooth white one seen on Pasana, both of which were repainted in those lines into the, the red Sith Jet Trooper, which should have a lot more grooves going on. Uh, so the Vintage Collection has an accurate red Sith Jet Trooper with the sculpted lines. I don't want a repaint of the accurate Sith one to make an inaccurate First Order one. I would love an all-new accurate uh, First Order Jet Trooper. Play Battlefront, you know it, you love it. Number 19, General Leia Organa in her Resistance Base outfit from The Force Awakens. We don't have a version of General Organa from the sequel trilogy in Vintage Collection at all. We do have a pretty okay Force Awakens Black Series 3.75 inch figure from Walmart. They also did a quite good 5 POA figure from her last Jedi outfit, but we don't have the outfit that she wears for most of the Force Awakens. Yeah, we need this Leia. Number 18, Kane Adis. So this background character from Jabba's Palace has been on fan lists for decades, but has never quite made the cut. It was almost an urban legend for a long time. Fans weren't sure if it actually appeared in the film, though now with the high-def versions, we do know that it's in the background when Jabba sentences Luke and Han to death at the Sarlacc pit. It's basically two giant giraffe heads on long necks with no real official body design. Are they, you know, telepathically connected on two different bodies? Is it one body? Is it a snake? Is it like a cat dog situation? Uh, I'd love to see what Lucasfilm and Hasbro could come up with as a design. And it would just make a very weird, unique, awesome figure in the vintage collection. Number 17, Paz Vizsla, the heavy infantry Mandalorian. Now, we haven't seen this guy since Mandalorian Season 1, but recently we have been getting some awesome, incredible Season 1 figures, such as IG-11 and Queel in the upcoming Death Watch Mandalorian. So it took a while, but they were worth the wait. I'm hoping that Paz Vizsla is kind of in the same bucket there. He interacts with the Razor Crest and the Armorer and the aforementioned Grief Karga that I want. And he has been released multiple times in the Black Series, so let's balance the scales and bring him into the Vintage Collection. Number 16, Padme Amidala in her lake gown from Attack of the Clones. For years, Hasbro would release a new Padme figure about once a year. The last all-new one was the 2013 Geonosis version, uh, which would look great on a vintage card. And the last Padme release was about this time a year ago. It was a repack of the Phantom Menace figure in her black gown, the only Padme release in Vintage Collection. So this vote is basically a vote for any new Padme figure, but I love this look in particular with this sort of uh, yellow to pink ombre, I guess, dress that she wears in the classic scene, who can forget it, when Anakin tells her he doesn't like sand. I mean, for the meme value alone, we gotta get this figure in the line. Number 15, Frog Lady. 
She wasn't on my list last year, but now that we're getting the Maldo Crease, Mando, and Grogu set, along with the Razor Crest, all those spiders, the Frog Lady is essential to building out this scene. This is just a totally bizarre character that fits perfectly in the Star Wars galaxy, right down to the vague Kinner-esque name that screams to be on a vintage card right next to Walrus Man and Squidhead. And after the new Mithral figure, I'm sure they could do an amazing job with her accessories, particularly an egg canister that uh, Grogu can get into and you can cause a big ruckus on Twitter for a day about it. Number 14, Poe Dameron from The Rise of Skywalker. So we did get his X-Wing version on a Rise of Skywalker card, but we don't have any figures in any scale of his adventure gear look. It is a fun design. It's a little bit like Indiana Jones. They probably would have made at least a basic 5POA figure if there was a Rise of Skywalker line, but alas, we all know how that went. Number 13, Dryden Voss. The main villain of Solo who does not have a figure in 3.75 inches at all. It was rumored for a release in the basic 5 POA line in 2018, but never quite made it out. They really want to pack him out and make him awesome. He could come with some of the ancient artifacts from his office, like the Crystal Skull, or, you know, some parts of the Mandalorian armor. Would be awesome. Number 12, now we're getting weird. Kitster and Wald as a two-pack. Cheating a little bit with a two-pack, but these two deserve to be together. Anakin's friends from The Phantom Menace are some of the only characters from this movie to never be made as figures. Also, Tehau and the Gela twins, of course. They've been said to be in the parking lot for a long time. I'm sure they were in consideration when the 3D line came out about a decade ago. If these two joined the line, it would be so wizard. Number 11, Evan, here you go. 11 for Evan. It's Ben Solo in his Exegol good boy sweater gear. Evan already discussed this one much better than I could, but Ben Solo's Return to the Light is the culmination of Kylo Ren's story arc and an essential part of the Skywalker saga. If Kylo in his good boy sweater isn't quite enticing enough on his own, maybe they could do a multi-pack with a couple of Knights of Ren, or a Ray repack with uh, Leia's lightsaber or Zombie Palpatine. And hey, if you were disappointed by Ben's fate in the film, what better way to tell the story that you wanted than with action figures? Coming into the top 10 with Jackson, the green space rabbit from the comics. This is another character that hardcore uh, Star Wars collectors have wanted for decades. And he was finally made for the first time ever in 2021 as a six-inch figure. Womp womp. Yeah, a little disheartening, but now that there's a Jackson figure in the world, why not get another one out in the correct scale? The Black Series version is a mix of X-Wing Luke's upper body, Tatooine Luke's lower body. So why not give TVC a definitive new Tatooine Luke? Then you can reuse his legs for Jackson. It's a win-win for everybody. Number nine, Asajj Ventress in her bounty hunter gear. Another late-period Clone Wars design that has not been made as an animated figure, a 5POA figure, any kind of figure. This colorful look with an awesome helmet is worn by Ventress on missions working with Boba Fett and Ahsoka Tano in Season 4 and 5. We don't have any Ventress in Vintage Collection at all. No Vintage Ventress. That's got to be a hashtag somewhere in there. We'll workshop it. Uh, though we do have a few realistic figures based on her appearances in the Republic comics and the Tartakovsky micro-series. So I will take any Ventress in TVC gladly, happily. But I would prefer this look since it's never been made in any style. Alright, number 8, the Finish the 96 character, the Bespin security guard, Helder Spinoza. You know him as the Mustache Man. So, of course, we've had a few Bespin security guards in the line over the years, but we've never had one in the modern line with his signature facial hair. Same story with the uh, Hoth Rebel Commander. But this figure is also desperately needed to fill out the carbon freezing chamber from a couple years ago, since fans have not had a crack at this character at all in a decade. 
They could also use one new body to knock out both Kinner characters, the other being a more accurate Sergeant Eddian. You know, and after they knock those out, they could tool up some additional heads like the Rebel Fleet Trooper pack and release it that way, which would be an awesome way to bulk up those carbon freezing chamber sets, get some more mileage out of the sculpt. Number seven, Vice Admiral Holdo. Godspeed, Rebels. I thought she was an interesting character. You weren't really sure whether to trust her or not, but that was kind of the point. And come on, Laura Dern is just awesome anyway. She did get a 6-inch release, but no 3.75-inch figure at all, even in the basic line. For me personally, she's kind of emblematic of the entire balance of scales issue. The longer we wait for these uh, figures to get balanced releases in both scales, the, the less likely it is. And I mean, come on, that hyperspace ram? Totally awesome. Number 6 is Finn in his Rise of Skywalker gear. Hasbro only released this look in the Galaxy of Adventures 5 inches animated line. Really want him to go with the Poe and the Jet Trooper figures that I mentioned earlier. We don't have any Finn at all in the Vintage Collection. And he's a main character and it's an awesome costume. Number 5, Kleeg Lars. Hasbro released young Owen Lars and Baru Whiteson from Attack of the Clones, but no Kleeg. Sort of along the same lines of Kister and Wald, this character is important to the story of Anakin and a prominent unique presence in the film. Kleeg is also one of the only speaking characters from Attack of the Clones that has not been immortalized in plastic, and come on, he at least deserves that for his role in trying to save Shmi, doesn't he? Number 4, Pong Krell. Apologies to Tim from Bosk's Bounty, but I really love this character. The Umbara arc from Season 4 of The Clone Wars is one of the finest in the entire series, and General Krell is a huge part of that. This, as you can tell, is my most wanted Clone Wars character, I guess if you don't count the next two, and he would be a truly awesome bulky figure with four arms, two double-bladed lightsabers, more articulation than you can count. They mentioned having worked on one like a decade ago and just never made it out. Great character, needs a figure. Number three is Crosshair, Imperial version. So 2021 was a very good year for Vintage Collection in general, in my opinion. But for me, the biggest glaring omission was the Bad Batch. Yes, we are getting the four-pack of secondary clone trooper characters. That is awesome. That is great. Can't wait for it. But we really need the actual main Bad Batch characters in the line. For me, the most compelling part of the show was the relationship between Crosshair and the rest of the team. Uh, and everyone else being unaware how much of that was his personal choice, what was the inhibitor chip, and he just looks awesome in his all-black armor. And we already have his elite squad trooper. Number two is Hunter. Didn't want to put the entire squad on here, but I had to include the team leader. Of course, the Black Series already has all the main characters either already available or coming this year, so it is possible for Hasbro to release them if they choose to do so. With the recent and upcoming focus on Clone Wars Season 7 in the line, which I love to see, but it gives me hope that we'll see Bad Batch sooner or later. Personally, I hope it's sooner. And my number one is Sim Alu, the Imperial Dignitary. Facial hair aside, this is the only figure from the Kinner Trilogy lines that has not been updated in the modern line whatsoever. There are plenty of cards that we need updated, plenty of figures that we need updated, but this guy is kind of the white whale. 18, oh, already 19 years ago, they made two other dignitaries, Crin Blista Vani and Janus Grijatis, but no sim to go with them. 2021 saw the release of a new emperor, along with his throne, and another crack at the royal guard, so now is the perfect time to get Similu in the line. How is Palpatine gonna know what to do without his advisor? It's like you're trying to undermine the empire here, Hasbro. Okay, phew, are you still awake? Are you still working on your list? Throw it out. You don't need it. Copy mine. It's obviously perfect. Submit it at SWTVC on Instagram. Remember to go to the 2022 Top 25 Story Highlight. Click through and take it from there. Again, thank you to everyone who has participated or will participate. 
help spread the good word, keep 375 alive. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.